What's good, good people? Welcome back to a new episode of the We Got Deals podcast. We Got Deals on becoming your favorite new podcast, and we are also diverse, intelligent, black, and snarky individuals. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I am the moderator for tonight, BZ, aka Uncle BZ, aka your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. I have with me in her triumphant return, not bartender this time, but Amanda, let's give it up for Amanda. She is back. Uh, I'm back. I got my glass of wine. I'm hype. All right. But we also do have uh, the other newly, what do you call it? New mother bartender is with us. I don't know if you could say new because it's my third time around. I mean, (laughs) new in the sense of a new baby. Right, right. A newborn. Yes. Yes. Hey, y'all. And it is a three-person panel tonight, but we are going to still give you all what you need, what you want, and that is a great podcast episode. So we're going to start off first with just catching up. Let's start with Amanda because she's been off for a few weeks, a few months. What's been going on with you, Amanda? How's life? So as I think you all know, I have a newborn. He's about a little more than two months old. He's been occupying a whole lot of my time, him and his almost three-year-old brother but this past weekend was Cinco de Mayo got out and got to really drink for the first time in a while that was exciting yeah I'm uh, so happy for you (laughs) I really am and so did you drink a lot did you have to pump and dump see I don't think I knew what that was pump and dump pump and dump is such an old (laughs) thing nobody pumps and dumps anymore waste of good milk Mm -mm. I didn't drink a lot just because it was like you know you got to plan alcohol now and I started off going to a kids party which was Hold on. Plan. Well, because I can't just like drink. I've got to know like, okay, I'm going to pump or I'm going to nurse and then I'm going to drink. And then like two hours later or so I can nurse or pump again. Like I have to, if I don't plan accordingly, my baby's not eating. Oh, I gotcha. out some milk, which I don't want to do yet. Now you don't freeze your milk or anything like that? I be talking. He don't be listening. Martin, did you just hear me say I got to thaw out some milk, which I don't want to do yet? Oh, thaw, oh my, my bad, my bad. Yeah, you got to build the reserves first. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. For, that, for those of you who do not know, Amanda and I, our babies were, what, how many, our due dates were like a day apart? Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to be due the 4th, I think, and you were the 3rd of March. The 3rd. And then they, weren't, they were born like a week apart or two yeah, weeks Yeah, we apart? were both born, both of our kids were born in February. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out that Bartender came back to the podcast a few weeks <laughs> before Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could take that as you will. I have two small children. Her children are slightly older. Yes. Yes. Uh, excuses. <laughs> Mister, excuses. I got one kid. I don't want to hear your mouth. <laughs> right. Y'all, what? Listen, although I've had the thought the other day, had my middle child been born first, we would have been one and done. We would have been one and done. <laughs> he wouldn't have no siblings. It just, it would have been over. As now you see where I stand. <laughs> yes. I, I, I get it now. <laughs> Little Miss B is not that bad. I think she needs a sibling. Look. Uh, that's, I'm, that's all I'm, I'm back gonna, to sprinkling I'm, baby dust at you. G- give her a sibling. Give her a sibling. I'm going to get the dust spray and I'm going to spray that back. <laughs> what is that? Febreze? What is that? What's the old dust spray called? Anyway, so bartender, how was your Cinco de Mayo weekend? You know, it was very uneventful. I think this is the first Cinco de Mayo where I have not had a margarita. What? Like, Blasphemy. Since I could drink, well, even not legally. 
Isn't your it's name bartender? Like, what's going on? It is. It is. I'm like, I yesterday we had to help my oldest with his project, and then we had to do other things. I just was like, we don't have time for tacos and margaritas. I just, I just want to go to bed. I want to go to sleep. Em said that I didn't have tacos this weekend. Like, I messed up, but I did drink, so I was glad about that. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I could have made a margarita at home, but I just, again, I was like, it's eight o'clock. It's bedtime. Let's all go to sleep. I'm done. <laughs> Well, I had a pretty eventful weekend. Saturday, had to get up. Daughter had twirling competition. Then she went to a STEM fair. Woo-woo. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Saturday, what else did we do Saturday? Oh, yeah. We went to a party. I guess, you, yeah, it was a single day Mayo party. So it was on Saturday instead of Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we wore May the 4th force. Me with you t-shirts, me and Lotus. I wish I had a t-shirt. I wish I had a picture to show y'all, but it was it was cute. And then on Sunday, I went to church. And then one of my friends, his son had a first birthday. So we went to that. That's what we did on Single Day Maya. They did not have tacos. But they, they <laughs> did they have alcohol? Because they did have a alcohol. party on Single Day Maya, it must have alcohol. They did have alcohol. They had Coronas and mm. wine and uh, what's the beer? The, the cider beer or whatever? Apple something. Y'all, Martin, Apple Orchard? Uh, thank you. Angry Orchard. Angry, Angry Orchard. orchard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, had those. Birthday party went well. So yeah. That's what we did. What's the day? Monday? Yeah, we're recording on Monday this week, y'all, because uh, we had some technical difficulties last night that when we usually record. So that's why I'm all thrown off. I'm used to recording on Sunday nights. But anyway, we are here, and we are going to jump right into our topics. We're going to start first with the measles. I'm hoping that any, none of our listeners have those, and we thought it was eradicated. Vaccination? Right. I hope so. We thought it was eradicated, but these, I'm not going to call them any bad names, but the anti-vaxxers are the cause of measles coming back. So for you all who don't know, there have been about 700 individual cases of measles, 22 states in the last year or so. This is an increase. Actually, it's the greatest number of cases reported in the U.S. since 1994. And like I said, they thought they had eliminated it in 2000, but it is back. It's actually in Maryland where I'm at. So my daughter's protected. I think me and my wife are protected. We're going to get into that later, uh, how you can tell. It's also in, I don't see Delaware on the list. So Amanda, it's all around us. It's in Maryland. It's in Pennsylvania. It's in New Jersey. And bartenders in Texas. So yeah. Yeah, there's a confirmed case in the county right north, like directly north of us. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to blame it all on the anti-vaxxers. Uh, they no, also, let's blame them. <laughs> I mean, we're going to blame them mostly, but it's also due to people traveling outside of the country, bringing it back from other countries. Where Unvaccinated. There are, yeah, right. where, and where there are also large measles outbreaks occurring. But if they were uh, vaccinated, they would be bringing it back. I'm just saying. Exactly. So let's get into that, man. How do you all feel about the anti-vaxxers, especially in 2019? Do you think there's any validity to their concerns or do you just think it's a whole bunch of a crock of shit and they need to stop playing around and get their children vaccinated? I'm going to start with you, bartender. So 
I'm fine with people questioning science. I get it. Like, it's not foolproof. It's not a hundred. Nothing's ever 100%. And they do list it on the insert that says vaccine injuries do happen. They're very rare and the risk is small, but they do happen. So I get their concerns. It's just the risks outweigh the benefits, which we are now seeing. Like, if you... If you are choosing not to vaccinate, then you need to stay in your house. Like, if you are choosing not to do certain vaccinations, you can't be in general public because that's herd immunity only works when we all follow the rules. So, especially for those of us who have newborns, it is scary for me to take my kids out, my child, my baby, out into the public, not knowing if somebody sees it right next to me has measles. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I feel about it. Amanda, let me pose this question to you. I forgot it that quick. Just give me your general thoughts. Uh-huh. Thank you. Question. I was about to say, why does she get to speak freely and I got specific questions? <laughs> man. Go ahead, uh, man. <laughs> but as Rahia mentioned, like we both have newborn children. We're, both of our children are too young to be vaccinated against measles, mumps, and rubella. So they have not had the MMR vaccination. So it's really scary. Like we can't do regular stuff. Going to the supermarket, scary. Walking around the park or just anywhere where there are people. We don't know who is infected, who is not. I fully agree with Rahia. If you are unvaccinated, you either need to let people know or stay your butt in the house because it's not just about you. And it's not as something as simple as, oh, it's just a, some bumps or a rash and everything is fine. There are other complications that come about from having the measles vaccination, especially in like newborns. Yeah, it could be like a brain infection or something like that. Yeah. Well, I asked, my middle child has severe allergies. And so he could not get the MMR vaccine for a very long time. And now his allergist and I are just now talking about him getting it. And I said, okay, so you're now recommending that he get it. She said, yes, because of the outbreak, he needs to have it done because now the risk outweighs the benefit or whatever. And so I asked her, I said, it's okay. What happens if he were to get measles? She goes, well, being that he's a male, he could have fertility issues because that's how the virus works. It can kill or affect his testicles and then she said too you have encephalitis which is like swelling of the brain you have other things just all kinds of complications that have long-term like results so i just don't and i don't understand it it's like if you are putting immunocompromised people at risk with your personal decisions it should end there i'm sorry The thing ahead, that annoys me is that it's like, people are like, oh, we don't want to do vaccinations because we don't want autistic kids. So it's like, you're willing to risk the population and possibly risk your child dying because you're that afraid of autism. And it's been proven that vaccines- That's false. Yeah, yeah. But people yeah. are still relying on like 20-year-old incorrect information that's still floating out there on the internet. People don't research well. No, they don't. I mean, people, <laughs> people are stupid. <laughs> yes, very much so. And they think they're smart. So, yeah. and I have an anti-vaxxer in my life and they tried to give me information that basically came from a website that was vaccinesarebad.com. And I just was like, <laughs> this is not coming from reputable sources. The information you're giving me has been debunked numerous times. I'm going to vaccinate my children. Like that's not, you giving me this information means nothing. Thank right. you for your time, but no thank you. <laughs> yes, vaccine injuries happen, but they are so small. That's like saying, I'm not going to drive my car because people get into car accidents. Exactly. Precisely. You're probably more at risk of getting into a car accident than you are of getting a vaccine uh, injury. See, and I liken it to people who smoke cigarettes in public spaces, too. It's the same thing. Oh, because you're getting started my, on smokers. Yeah, you're putting <laughs> my health at risk with your personal decision. I don't, I don't like that. I'm fine with people having personal decisions as long as they don't affect the general public. And that's a good point. I want to piggyback off of that bartender. So you're right. Like smoking, when people go out and smoke, 
they endanger the people around them. And that's why laws have been put in place to where you can't smoke certain places. Uh, you have to be a certain length of feet away from like buildings or whatever. So do you think the law should be doing more to ensure that people are vaccinated? I think in this case, seeing that we're having an outbreak, see, and I struggle with this too, because it is a personal decision. But I think if the whole general public is at risk of getting the measles, especially since some people don't know if they have full immunity or not, I think it needs to be mandated, especially in states like New York, Texas, or wherever that we were seeing outbreaks, you probably need to have like, everybody will get vaccinated, please, like now. Now, let me clarify. So most people born before 1957 have been exposed to measles and they have immunity. And the problem comes in with people who were born within the first period between 1957 and 1963. Actually, 1957 and 1968, because there was no vaccine until 1963. And then in the first five years of the vaccine, some batches were not very good. So they say, if you were born anywhere between 1958 and 1968, you should get vaccinated. And then if you were born from 1968 to 1989, you should probably get one more shot because they say that two shots is the recommended amount. And most people between 1968 and 1989 were only given one shot. So if that's you, you should go and get one more shot to make sure you're fully covered because I think one shot covers you. It's like 90% effective, but two shots, it's like 98, 99% effective. So based that on how when you were born and also, if you just don't know for sure, you can also get your blood tested. They'll be able to tell you just how protected you are and whether you need to get another vaccine shot. If you are of childbearing age or you have given birth, you, you probably have already had your titers tested. Like that, I think they, because I know if you get mumps or measles while you're pregnant, it can like really have severe birth defects for the baby. So they, they usually test for that if you are of childbearing age or you've birthed the child. Yeah. So in my household, that means I need to get on it because <laughs> Lotus is good, mm-hmm. baby Lotus and baby uh, BZ is good, and Lotus's parents are good because they were born before 1968. So yeah, I'm gonna get on it. I could only have born before 1968 too. Oh. <laughs> 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 I walked right into that one. So you I, did. I, Kudos okay. to you. <laughs> <laughs> so one last little quick comment about this. Uh, they found patient zero, I think from, he was in Michigan, maybe. But anyway, they found him, the person who brought measles to, I guess he was visiting Israel or something. But anyway. Did somebody and beat his he, ass already? What'd you say? <laughs> My bad. Easy. <laughs> what'd he say? What'd you say? I said, did somebody beat his ass already? No, well, that's the thing. He said he feels really bad because he actually went to the doctor. He was like, I'm sick. I don't feel well. What is this? And the doctor saw him, it was bronchitis. So he was like, oh, I'm cool to just be out in public. So he didn't mean to spread it. Mm. It's just he got misdiagnosed. But then he went to the doctor again because it wasn't going away. And they're like, uh, dude, you have measles. Wear this mask. So I think, like, and this is why I'm so vigilant about people holding my baby. If you have a cough, you're not holding my child. I'm sorry. Like, you're not even getting within. You're not in the house if you have a cough. Fit, right. Like, you're not within 50. That, and people need to understand that. Cover your cough. If you do have a cough please don't go out in public like and just yeah i'm so serious about that my friend like i said the one whose birthday his uh son just had a his first birthday when he was born 
like maybe about a month or two after that, he was like, yo, man, come through and see the baby. I was like, bro, I give everybody three months. And mm-hmm. that's even if I know I'm not sick, I'm still going to give it three months. Even if that's not your rule, I'm still <laughs> going to give it three months because I'm just really like sensitive to that. Like when baby B was born, we took a trip down south to see her great grandparents. Uh, but that was it. Other than that, the only people in that house were me, Lotus, and Lotus's uh, parents. And we were all good. I wish more people had that mentality. I can't tell you how many people are like, like, I actually had somebody fuss with me because we kept him in because we were like, listen, he has no vaccinations. We are not taking him around people until he's at least had his first round of vaccinations. Mm-hmm. People are like, you're being a worry wart. You need to uh, bring that baby around. We haven't seen him. And what kills me is people like, like, oh, new baby. And they're like all in his face. I'm like, okay, if nothing else, he's not vaccinated against a whole lot. So just give him 50 feet. Maybe not 50 feet, but you know, just back, 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 back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, people kill me. I'm like, you know, it's a baby. You know, their immune systems are not developed you don't have to be kissing their faces or trying to kiss their faces. Cause I'm like, excuse me. Whoa, chill. But don't just give them five feet or so three feet, two feet. Just, ugh. Uh, yeah, no. And I'm with busy on that. Cause I've even, I don't get in baby's faces until, and not even like in their face, but like I don't come within close to say they until six months. That's when they have most of their immunization. Yeah. But yeah, we had a friend of somebody who was in our private group that we all know. I went and visited him when he had his baby. And they're like, you want to hold her? I was like, no, my kids are petri dishes. And I don't know what I have going through me right now. I can look at her and say hi and wave and smile at her. And that's fine. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be that person that gets the baby sick. Basically. Right. Right. Yeah. And people don't think that way and they need to. Yeah. yeah. I respect that. All right. So that's it on that. But one thing I don't respect is our next topic. And that is Taylor Swift, a.k.a. <laughs> AKA Taylor Griff, AKA, over there. AKA the inventor of Mayo Cella. So, AKA the White Walker from the House of Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so people are talking about Taylor Swift because she performed on the Billboard Music Awards. Uh, the one or two people who actually watched it noticed that um, <gasps> she her performance was... It was very similar to somebody. Hmm. I don't know. It looked very similar to, oh, I don't know, Beyonce. Baychella. Ex- Baychella that just came out like two weeks ago. Down to the marching band, to the entrance, to the outfit, to, yeah, the lighting. In the blandest way possible. All right. Yeah, basically. It was like, if you could compare Baychella to... You've seen the memes. You know what I'm talking about. I have no clue what you mean, sir. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm a, I'm so, a show, I'm the a most popular my... meme is the HBCU PWI meme, where obviously Beachella is the HBCU and Taylor Swift is the PWI. For those of you not in the know, PWIs are predominantly white institutions. See, if Lotus was on this episode, she'd be cursing you out right by now. I didn't want to bring that example up. Whatevs. <laughs> you can bring it. <laughs> but yeah, it was... It was underwhelming, to say the least. I actually watched the uh, performance the other day. I didn't watch it live because, like I said, only one or two people actually watched the Billboard music. I didn't even know it was on. (laughs) Right. Like, who gives a shit? But anyway, and I was just like, wow. Like, thoughts were running through my head. One being, okay, she had to intentionally have done this because she knew people were going to say, oh, 
you biting, but it was going to give her more attention. Mm-hmm. That was my first thought. And I had other thoughts as well, but I want to get into what y'all thought about it. I'm going to start with you this time, Amanda. What did you think about the performance? So I still actually haven't seen the performance because I'm like, you know what? I really don't care about Taylor Swift. I'm not going to give her the views. Okay. But based on the memes and the things that I've seen, I feel like either she did it and didn't care or she did it and figured, well, my fan base isn't Beyonce's fan base and they won't notice or else she just had that sense of entitlement, which I would totally believe of Taylor Swift, that she didn't think it would matter or that she didn't care. Oh, this like the, and it, that's the thing. Like, this like the first time she's been accused of copying right. Beyonce. So. Nope. This is like no. third or second or third time. Yeah. Right. So I think she just has that sense of entitlement and does not care. So... Bartender, what did you think? I believe it's well documented on this podcast, maybe like episode three of how much I dislike her. <laughs> I did not watch it. I don't care to watch it. I think she's annoying. I think that she's not talented. I don't know why she's made it to where she's actually. I wouldn't say it. she's not talented. Have oh, you she, heard her sing? Oh, I she mean, gotta, I would say she's a songwriter. She can play guitar or something. I don't and know what does she write? List. Trash. What did Kanye say? Kanye pretty much put her on the map. I'm not going to quote what Kanye said in his song because he used a derogatory term for women. But <laughs> yeah, y'all know what I'm getting at. I'm not just, saying she's like the bomb. I'm just saying that there is a level of talent. That level is below the ground. Um, I didn't see what the I, level was. I just said there is a level. It's below the ground, not existing. <laughs> I guess I mostly don't like what she represents. Like she... Fair. I guess, like, turned uh, turned on country music because she went and auditioned for some country star, and he was like, you cannot sing. And so she got her people together, and they, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how she made it. I don't like what she represents, and I cannot stand her, and I hate every time. Like Beezy said, the reason why she did is because she knew that she would get uh, attention What's from it. And then play the vic- probably going to play the victim sometime soon. I had she no is. idea that Beyonce did that. You she guys always think I'm copying her. Well, yes, because, because you are. Like, anyway. Now, let me play devil's advocate because a lot of people on Twitter were saying, oh, it's not like Beyonce invented drum lines or invented marching bands or, in t- or in like Taylor. But she's the most but recent example. So I need them to hush. Thank you. She did it big. Like, it's Coachella. It was widely discussed. It's not right. like she did it randomly for like a concert in minnesota no she did it out at coachella then released a video like a week ago right it's the timing of it all that's yeah what, yeah that, exactly she was piggybacking off beyonce's uh recent success we'll call it mm-hmm. and again this isn't the first time because when beyonce came out with formation taylor swift maybe like a, a week or two later came out with a video looking very similar to the formation video as mm-hmm. well so yeah, but, and I'm going to come back to you, bartender, for this one, because it's also well documented. You and B have some past issues. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about this idea that everybody copies? Because Beyonce herself has been accused of copying people. I think imitation is the best form of flattery, if it's done properly, and if it's done with the right intentions. Like, if you see something that inspires you, and you kind of work that in and make it your own, that's fine. If you do it the way Taylor Swift does it and like crafts it so that if anybody tries to accuse you of copying, you make them out to be evil. I don't like that. So mm. that's just my take on it. Good point. Yeah, Taylor, she, like you said, she plays a victim always, even like her past relationships. That's why every song is about some famous boyfriend that she had 
And then he had the nerve to get mad when people ask her about it. Like, girl, you wrote a song about it and it's on the radio every five seconds. You so think wrote a whole album you? about this person. Right. Like, like, did you think nobody was going to ask you about it? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> My personal favorite was the whole Kim and Kanye situation with, uh, with her with Kim and Kanye last year. She's like, no, he didn't run that song by me. And Kim was like, I got receipts bitch post 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 and kim posted it like just out of the blue like you know what? i feel like being petty today let me post this on the internet i am not a huge k fan but when yes. she did that i was like you know what points for you boo yes <laughs> all right so somebody else who should be getting some points but it looks like she will not is casta semenya did i say that right bartender semenya there we go all right. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. We're going to put some respect on her name. I was going to say, she's been disrespected so badly this week. I'm going to try and say her name right. So Okay, I'll uh, stop doing my dance. <laughs> Caster, in her case, it was ruled that her and other female runners like her with unusually high testosterone must take medication to reduce their levels if they want to compete in certain events. And so a lot of people are saying this is discriminatory. She can't control her her body is naturally. Other people are saying this is just equal in the playing field because her body is naturally produces hormone that kind of helps her with racing. But let me get you all stuck. So I'm going to start with you, Amanda. So I'm probably going to be the lone dissenter here. I actually think it's kind of a good thing. Oh, uh, debate. I'm, I'm a level the playing field kind of person. Excuse me? Here we go. Listen, can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead with your incorrect so, as a member of the vertically challenged section of the population. Oh, Lord. <laughs> there are a number of instances where tall Amanda's people. Amanda's like 3.5 three uh, feet, y'all. It's rude. I am like four feet five, five foot one inch. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> There are, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Baby B is probably. We can't hear you all the way from up here, Amanda. Go ahead. See, see. Can I mute y'all real quick? (laughs) Turn your mics off. There are a number of situations where tall people have natural advantages. Unfortunately, we can't just you know lop an inch off their legs or give me stilts. But I do think things should be more, a little bit more level. Because if you look at things like American Ninja Warrior. The people who were like six nine are like walking through it because it's just like their stride. The people who were like, I don't know, five, 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 six are really struggling because they actually have to jump or maneuver a little bit more. So there are things that I think should level the playing field. And so if she has that unfair advantage, granted it's biological and it's not something she can control, but I'm not opposed to leveling the playing field to see how people do when everything is equal. Now, before I get to bartender, let me ask you this, Amanda. Do you think that might open up Pandora's box? And we'll start having, like, all these other, like, arbitrary rules based on, like, what people deem is, like, unfair, but it's still natural. So my personal opinion is that we should probably have classes or divisions for things in sporting events. So it's, like, if you are, I don't know, 5'5 five, five and below, you compete in, like, class A. Wait, and but for all sports, though? Like, I get it for, like, weightlifting and stuff like that, but for unboxing. But for all sports? Like basketball think- or something. Right. Hit the five and under league. <laughs> Amanda would be running that thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, you falling out like what? <laughs> Maybe not all sports, but I think where it makes sense to. Like I think for track that'd be a good thing because people who have Usain Bolt is like what 
six eleven. I'm exaggerating, but he's stupid tall, and that helps him. Does it now? Well, no, not true. Because people who are shorter are close to the ground, and they have quicker turnover. Yeah, but his stride length. I mean, you can't as a shorter person. I have to take like three steps to like the equivalent of somebody who's taller. You can't tell me that the turnover makes that different. He's still doing less work because his legs move like. Well, <laughs> I have my own theory about Usain Bolt, but I'll keep it to myself. Go ahead. <laughs> if I got to take three steps to every one of his, he has an advantage. Regardless of how quick my turnover is, I'm still doing more work. It's going to tire me down faster. But whose fault is it? God's. Okay. Oh, like, you're blaming God now. Okay. I mean, okay. I didn't control how tall I was. Before lightning strikes down this podcast. Right. Let me okay. move over. So who's fault <laughs> is it that I am shorter? You tell me. All right, bartender. Hot. Let me get your thoughts on this. I am directly 180 from her. I, from Amanda, I think that you can't help the way you were born. You can't help that you're good at a certain sport. So loving out the playing field to me, it will make the sport boring, in my opinion. As somebody who ran track from sixth grade to 12th grade, I just, I am five, seven and three quarters. Average height. Five, four is average. Leave me alone. So, then you are above average height, which means you have an advantage. I produce more testosterone than the average woman. I was still not fast. Like I was fast enough to beat, you know, a few people making in the fast heat, but I was not the fastest. So when people say the testosterone gives her an advantage, I'm like, that's not necessarily true. Testosterone or hormones work differently in everybody's body. Yes, you know, that makes so much sense, bartender. That makes a lot of sense. Because I mean, I feel like testosterone, yes, generally across the board will make you build muscle faster or, you know, blah, blah. But it, you can't, it's every single person's different. So I don't think that making- If you don't apply it, I mean, it's one thing, it's, you have, you're all kind of working out to the same level and you're applying yourself the same way, then yeah, you have an advantage. But if you maybe have more testosterone, but you're not necessarily putting in the same kind of work that somebody else is, then no, everything's level. When I said that makes sense, I meant like you having higher testosterone because you are. You just called you manage. I, I did not. That. I did I not. Uh, that. I did. <laughs> did you stop putting words in my mouth? I did no. not. I said you just. He said it makes sense because you look like a man. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Not taking Y'all stop. And Castor, taking our ball and we're going home. <laughs> I'm just saying, you just a little bit more aggressive. That's all. That's all. Ooh. Well, Ooh, Annie but, called you aggressive. See, but I uh, see. I don't. I don't take Next up, you're an angry black woman. What? I don't take offense <laughs> to that because that is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that when you certain people, your body reacts to hormones differently. So how elevated testosterone may re, like be in me, it may be different in somebody else. So you can't necessarily say that testosterone will make her faster. It's just I just I don't think that's right in my opinion. Fair. And I didn't know they made women who produce more testosterone take suppressants. That is like wrong. I don't like that. Yeah, I tend to agree with bartender on this one. Like, if that's how she is naturally, like, she can't help that. And just making her change who she is as a person, that just don't seem right to me. I thought we was trying to take drugs out of sports, and now you're exactly. telling her to take more drugs in order for her to compete. That just seemed kind of backwards to me. And then, like, the other point I brought up about Pandora's box, like, if we doing this in track and field, what other sports are we going to touch and affect? Is there going to be, like, a five and below league for basketball? Like, that's, that's crazy to me, like. Did we make Shaq play on his knees because he was taller than everybody else? I don't think that's, that's not how it works. I uh, think naturally you are supposed to work with what you got. If naturally you 
are good at something, then that's just the way it is. And it's not like she just blowing everybody out the water. Like it's not like she's look winning every single race she enters. Like she still loses from time to time. So well and there's I think I'll post the article on the podcast page. But there is like there was a woman who I think maybe she produces more testosterone than the average woman. And she said that she had to work hard. And it's not even that she won by a large margin. She just worked hard like everybody else and was able to win. So I don't know. It's rough, man. Yeah. And so that is our last topic. And that is the end of the podcast. We are, of course, going to wrap up with our favorite segment that is hit it or quit it. I am going to start with Amanda since she's been gone for so long. <laughs> Amanda, what is your hit it or quit it? I usually have like a crazy article to reference, but I think I'm unprepared. So I'm going to say quit it to all the folks who are like, I've never seen a Game of Thrones episode. Like that makes them cool. Just sit down and shut up. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, sit down and shut up. <laughs> Okay, well, and piggybacking off that real quick, people, if you have seen Game of Thrones, please stop posting spoilers online for those of us. I stopped after the Red Wedding, and I'm going to wait and watch the entire series as a whole. Please stop posting spoilers. Thank you. Okay, you're going to be spoiled, period. People are going to talk, but I think posting it, like, at least give people 24 or 48 hours to watch the show before you something like, oh, dang, I can't believe that happened. Or don't like post a meme where it is just so freaking obvious of what I don't know. I just be mindful <laughs> of what you're posting. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to piggyback off of both of y'all and say, yes, I am one out of, I don't know, of 50, 500 million who have not seen Endgame yet. I'm oh, not, let me tell you, man, hey, such a shame. It, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. But I'm not going to say don't post spoilers because honestly, I need to get my life. It's been out for like a week and a half now. I, yeah, I just need to get on it. But I will say, you know, just be cognizant. Like, if you're going to post, make your post general and then put your spoilers in the comments. Thank don't, you. Don't just blast it out there like I'm scrolling and then boom, I see something. Like, you can talk. Just kind of remember that other people, they not own it like you. So we want to be able to enjoy the movie or the TV show just like y'all. But we also don't want to spoil your fun going on social media, talking about it with your friends. Just kind of do that favor for us, if you don't mind. <laughs> now I'm That's going on my page right now to be like, Thanos was in Infinity or in Endgame. Spoiler. Just ruined the whole movie for you. You ain't know Thanos was in there, did you? Did somebody post a spoiler in our private group? No, he posted... A general thing, and then they started talking about it in the comments. Like I said, like okay, general in the comments. That way, I'm not gonna go in the comments. I'm just gonna keep it moving. That's all. I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, Cause I saw it because I saw it. And I was like, no, 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 and just kept scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> now they're not really getting into it yet, but you could probably add your I'm gonna comment. Get it yeah, there you go. There you I'm go. Just spoil the whole thing in the comments. Oh my god. <laughs> so what? you said in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> So once again, we want to thank you all for tuning in. We also- Wait a minute. I didn't get my hit it or quit <laughs> Yes, you did. I thought your hit it or quit it was about Game of Thrones and don't post No. It. Oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Just for that, I have two hit it or quit it. <laughs> but no, but for real. My first quit it is schools. Listen, y'all, it's May. Stop trying to cram all this shit into the one month. Like I have events for my son's school every week. 
I have projects due every week. It's too much. Why couldn't you spread this out over the entire second semester? I don't understand why I have to be up at the school every day. I don't get it. Quit that. Second, quit it. I want all of our favorites to stop dying, please. Rachel Held Evans passed away this week, and it just, it really affected me. I have never been affected that much by a public figure dying than with her. If you don't know who she is, look her up. She is an former evangelist, and basically she grew up in Tennessee, and she figured out that her religion didn't match up with her actual belief and faith. And so she made it her life mission to speak out against the church when it didn't line up with what Jesus taught. And so for me, I knew her at a time when I needed to know her. For me, I, she reaffirmed my faith, basically. So all of our faiths, please stop dying. Take care of yourselves. Make sure you go to the doctor regularly. If something don't sound right, feel right, go to the doctor. That's my quid. I'm with you on that. That's how I felt about Nipsey. Nipsey hit me hard. So, yeah, I feel you on that. All right, y'all. And that is it. We want to thank you all for tuning in. We want to thank SoundCloud listeners, our iTunes listeners, and our Spotify listeners. As always, you can find us on Instagram uh, platforms, and you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Got Devs Podcast. I think by the time this episode comes out, uh, let's see. Nope, our contest ends on Tuesday. So probably by the time this episode comes out, the contest will be over. So if you didn't enter, sorry. Maybe catch us next time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you can find me, as always, M-Town Rep, M-T-O-W-N-R-E-P, on Instagram, and M-Town Rep 1 on Twitter. Amanda, where can the people find you? We can't hear you. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing, but you, you can find me on Instagram at CandyDiva04. That's C A N D Y D I V A 04. And bartender, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I'm a Texas Buckeye. I M A T E X A S B U C K E Y E. Both are private. You have to request. Thanks. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will catch y'all next week. Holla. Bye, y'all. Bye.